You are listening to the Budget Divas podcast with your host, Jen Trinidad. In this podcast, we discuss real life money strategies that you can implement without sacrificing your social life or living on a beans and rice budget. It is possible to live happily while on a debt-free journey and enjoy the shiny objects in life. Welcome to another episode of the Budget Divas podcast. I am your host, Jen Trinidad, and I'm excited to be back with you as we continue the conversation on how to reconcile your budget. In the last episode, we talked about setting up the foundations for reconciling your budget, and I would highly recommend you listen to that episode, then jump into this one. Reconciling my budget hasn't always been my strong point because it takes time to plan, to actually sit down, look at my receipts, and cross-check every dollar that was spent with my budget. Even though I've been doing this for years, it's still one more thing that I need to do on that never-ending to-do list. Last year was a really busy year for us. Alden and I were juggling our businesses, our nine to five jobs, and picking up extra side hustle work where we could because we were saving for a bigger place. In the busyness of it all, some things had to give in order to make space for another. I heard this analogy from one of my coaches. It's like you have 16 pots and only four burners on the stove. You are trying to fill all 16 pots on the stove, but there is no place for it except four of them. So you have to decide which four are going on the stove first, then second, and so on. And this is exactly what we were doing with our time last year. We were so busy with work that something had to give. And the number one way that I ruin my budget is eating out. Can you relate to that? Even though we can't see each other, nod your head and smile if you can relate to this. I honestly love to dine out. Whether it's sushi, Thai food, or a good steak, dining out at restaurants is one of my favorite ways to reward myself, but it's also my biggest budget buster. And last year, because we were so busy, we were eating out all the time. Now, I am not opposed to eating out if it's in my budget and planned, but last year, especially in the summer and during the holidays when my son was home from college, we ate out a lot. And on top of that, we also bought a ton of groceries thinking that I would cook at home. It was definitely a double whammy. So so the extra side hustle money that we were earning to go towards our savings ended up going to our grocery and dining out categories. And this is the reason why I'm so passionate about reconciling our budget. When you reconcile on a weekly basis, you know exactly how much money you have left to spend for the following week. If you're not one who loves to meal plan or eat the same thing every day, adjust your budget accordingly to allow more money towards your dining out category, so as long as it is within the means of your budget. I was talking to one of my private clients yesterday, and she told me it's actually cheaper for her and her husband to eat out than to cook at home. And I love that response so much because it makes her happy, saves her time, and saves her money. So I asked her, if you could eat the same thing every single day, what would it be? And she said, you know, Right now, I really love Panda Express mushroom chicken. And as she was talking about this, her face lit up with a huge smile on her face. Her plan was to allow more money towards her dining out category than groceries. So she has that good balance. And this is where the magic really happens when you reconcile your budget. You can evaluate your spending habits and see exactly where your money is being spent. Another member in our Budget Divas loves to travel. 
In the past year, she traveled around the U.S., went to Japan, and to Israel. And when she evaluates her budget, she wants to spend less money on groceries so she can allocate that money towards a future trip. In fact, she is planning to RV this year or next year, which I'm super jealous because that is one of my long-term goals. So anyway, back to reconciling your budget. Now that you understand why it's so important to reconcile. There are some action steps to take to do exactly that, so you can always be living within your means, have savings tucked away for a rainy day, and be able to pay off debt faster than you can imagine. The first step is to gather your receipts for the current month. In the last episode, we talked about collecting all your receipts and putting it into a dedicated space, whether that's a drawer, a container, or a box. Now we need to reconcile those receipts with our budget. So let's say you budgeted three hundred dollars for dining out this month, and it's the second week of the month. Going through your receipts, you spent fifty dollars on restaurant one and thirty dollars on restaurant two for a total of eighty dollars. So looking at your budget, you know that you have two hundred dollars left over to spend on dining out for the remainder of the month. Now let's say. After you added up your dining receipts, it totals to two hundred eighty dollars for the month. So you have twenty dollars left over to spend for dining out. But you just remember that your friend is coming into town next week, and it'll probably cost you forty dollars for your portion of dinner, drinks, and maybe a dessert. You'll be over twenty dollars putting your budget into the negative. So you have two options: either find an extra twenty dollars in your budget to allocate towards your dining out category, or make an extra twenty dollars through your side hustle. And by the way, this is super easy if, to do if you're a mystery shopper, as some companies pay weekly. So clearly, you can see that reconciling your budget is a strategy that is black and white. You either have the money or you don't, and it's in these decisions that gives you the power to make sure that you don't go over budget, but also the freedom to either make more money to cover that extra twenty dollars or to move it from one category to another. And what I mean when I say moving it from one category to another is, let's say you have five hundred dollars left for groceries. But looking at your inventory list with all the items you have in your pantry, freezer, and fridge, you have enough food to make meals for your family. So you can actually take that twenty dollars from your grocery budget and put it towards dining out. A word of caution here: I wouldn't recommend stealing from one category to another on a regular basis because it can get confusing after a while. But as you continue to work on your budget month to month, you'll get a good feel of how much to budget for each category. I used to only budget fifty dollars for spending money until I realized I was going over every single month. I had to constantly move money around in my budget to balance it out. So for the upcoming month, I increased it to an amount that was within reason and something that I could stick with. And rarely do I go over because I know how much I need to budget for. You know, when I think of reconciling budget, I have this picture in my head of old TV shows. Where the couple is at the dining table with a calculator and huge mounds of receipts all over the table, wanting to pull their hair out. If this same picture comes to mind, 
Here are your action steps to do right now, right after you listen to this episode. Number one is to gather your receipts and input the information in your budget app, paper template, Excel spreadsheet, whichever method you use. The first time you do this might be madness, but if you stick to a weekly schedule, it will get easier and you'll have less receipts to input. Number two is to look at how much you have left over in that budgeting category. And if you are over budget, you'll need to move money from one category in order to balance, or you can take additional work through a side hustle to make up the difference. This can also be selling things as well. Perhaps you have items you're willing to part with and can place it on Facebook Marketplace or wherever you sell items. Number three is to evaluate your budget. Is one category too high or too low? Would you rather buy less groceries so you can eat out more? Does it make sense to do it this way if it saves you money? Doing these steps does take time and work, but it will get easier. And here's the cool thing too. When you start doing this on a regular basis, you'll start to see that you go to the store less often because it's a pain to answer 20 entries in your grocery category. Instead, it helps you to plan for the grocery outing by making a grocery list so you have just one or two entries per week. So I hope you have found these tips helpful and I'd love for you to attend my free training, How to Take Control of Your Money Without Pinching Pennies, that is happening next week, Wednesday, March 29th or on April 5th. This is going to be a live training over Zoom I would love to meet you there and let's have a conversation through the Q&A portion after this training on these tips. Always happy to hear from you. Click the link below in the show notes. Find it on my website at budgetdivas.com or you can find the link in my bio on Instagram. All right, friends, until next time, keep moving forward one step at a time.